When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. everybody. How are you? Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're having a good day. And even if you're not, that you know that feelings are always temporary and they won't always be this way. And I'm just so grateful that you've dedicated the next 20 or so minutes to be here with me. And I just feel so special. All right. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about heartbreak, um, infidelity, relationships, grieving, all kinds of emotional stuff. Um, when you go through being cheated on as somebody who has been cheated on before, I know there is no easy way to get over it. Um, the pain is very real. And even though people can try to say it's not about you or it it wasn't because of you, um, it still feels very much like that, right? Because you were the one who felt directly hurt. So yeah, this stuff isn't easy. So that's why we have to show up and support each other and and talk to each other about it and be here for each other. Um, Whether that means you were cheated on or you were the one who did the cheating and you're struggling with the guilt of that or the fallout of that, you know, like cheating happens. It's, it happens a lot. And I think we need to keep talking about it and really get down to what's going on underneath it. All right. So let's get to the question. Hi, Bunny. Um, (laughs) First of all, thank you for your podcast. Um, I've been going through a lot of stuff this past couple years after COVID, and I found your podcast, and it really has helped me navigate a lot of feelings, Um, just ideas that I couldn't even give born to in my head. So thank you. Um, I was calling in because I recently found out that my husband 
کیرانی um, we, she's my high school sweetheart she's like my first boyfriend and um, we've been together for five years going to six um, this summer and then we've been married for three years um, yeah and I recently lost my dad about two years ago now as well and that was very hard because it was my first time dealing with death and it was just a really close person you know like a big big part of my life um but after my dad passed I found out that he had cheated on my mom and I thought their relationship was I mean, I knew it wasn't perfect, but I just really admired how he, how, like, I grew up in a world where, um, like, everything tells me that men are going to cheat. You know what I'm saying? Like, men are going to cheat because they're men and all of that. And I really admired and I really looked up to him because, or to their relationship because, um, it wasn't like that, I thought. So when I found out, it was really heartbreaking on top of, really with the grief of losing him. Um, and that's why finding out that my husband cheated on me was a little more heartbreaking than, than I guess it would have been if that didn't happen, you know? Um, so I don't know what to do about moving forward. I um, part of me wants to work on things. Um, we've had a lot of honest conversations, and I can see that he's putting in the work. I can see that he is being honest. And yeah, I we have come. It's only been a month, and seven days or something since I found out and I feel like we have made a lot of progress and I have been, I feel like I have been the one that has put in a lot of the work at first for him to open up and like not act out of anger and see that I'm not doing or saying things to hurt him like I'm doing this to be honest um, and just tell him how I feel and like like, I asked him to leave my house, or leave the house we were living in. Um, he went to live in with his mom, and he was mad at first, but, yeah, we we have talked through a lot of that, and we're not living together at the moment, but I don't, I don't see myself, I don't know if I want to live with him again, but I do want to try to, like, give us a chance, because we have been through so much together, and... I don't know, he had always, like, he never was anything short of amazing, but then he did this, so, like, I don't know. And, like, every every time he he's nice to me or says something nice, it's kind of, like, hard to trust him. I know it's been so short, but, like, I don't know if I should give this three, six months, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah.
sorry, this is so long. Um, yeah. Bye. Love you. Oh, babe, I'm so sorry that this has happened. I'm so sorry about you losing your dad and also about the betrayal of your husband. These are not easy things to navigate emotionally and logistically. First, I want to talk a little bit about the idea of the fact that men cheat, as you mentioned. On one level, there's a lot of societal conditioning from past generations that men cheat. It's just what they do. And that comes from a patriarchal culture that has belittled the needs and the autonomy of women for countless generations, but has also pressured men and women that they had to be married, they had to have kids, create a life that looked a certain way, but also left people feeling like they never had a chance to live an authentic life, to do what they wanted to do, to make their own choices. They just had to fit into a societal role. The husband, AKA provider, the wife, AKA domestic caregiver. Affairs are often the place where people seek some kind of authentic self-expression because they are in a place in their lives where they feel something is lacking, not from their partners, but from themselves. They don't feel confident in who they are and they believe this affair will make them feel, as the cliche goes, alive again. But of course, that boost of aliveness from an affair is only temporary because no affair, no relationship, not even a marriage can fulfill a feeling of internal lack. It might provide a temporary relief until you realize that the person you cheated on your partner with also has their own wounds, their own fears, is a complex human being, not just a symbol of rebellion against choices you feel are no longer making you happy. Deep down, the change that needs to occur isn't really about who you're sleeping with. It's about how you see yourself. When it comes to your husband, it's important to note that What he did isn't about you or the marriage not being good enough for him. Even though it's having devastating effects on you emotionally and the marriage. Cheating is about what is going on internally with your husband. You mentioned that the two of you have been together since high school, which is an amazingly beautiful story. You two obviously have so much love for one another and have been through so many growthful experiences together. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of growth both of you will continue to face, both as a couple and as individuals. And even though I don't know the circumstances of the cheating, I know that in the moment when your husband made that decision, he felt that engaging in that was going to make him feel better about himself, even if only temporarily. Now, how he got to that place in terms of his own self-confidence, I don't know. But I do know that unless he addresses what's going on underneath that mistake and gets really honest with you about his inner growth, even if the cheating stops, the relationship will not be sustainable. In order for a relationship to continue to be healthy and happy is both people need to get very real and honest about their own individual journey of self-awareness. Probably much of the two of your identity has been this relationship, 
Since you've been side by side in your transition to adulthood, leaving school, leaving your childhood home, it makes sense that there might be a need to get to know yourself apart from the partnership. And there are healthy ways of doing that that don't involve hurting the other person or betraying your commitment. And I think this time apart is also an opportunity for you to get in touch with who you are beyond the relationship with your husband. I feel confident that if both of you stay committed to your inner growth and to cultivating an authentic, healthy sense of individuality, that you will continue to build a happy life together. But for now, I think taking some space to think about yourself and your needs and what you would need from your husband to build that trust back is a really good idea. Space can bring a lot of clarity. I also think that it would be so helpful if the two of you talk to a couple's therapist. Navigating this wound that cheating has caused, being able to talk about it together, knowing how to feel seen in your anger and build back that trust will be exponentially easier with someone who can mediate these complex feelings. Both of you are still very young, and even though this was a very painful experience, you can come out the other side with a stronger relationship, but he has to be enthusiastic at meeting you there. There has to be a paradigm shift for both of you. What I don't want you to do, even if you realize you want to end this marriage, is to turn this into another story of this is what men do. To continue that cycle, that narrative. Because this is not what men do. It's what people do when they are misguided on how to get their needs met. When they are looking for outside validation because they have unconsciously or consciously neglected themselves. All genders cheat. All genders get cheated on. And as disappointing as it was for you to hear that your dad cheated, he was also a complex human being with his own wounds, his own learned hierarchical beliefs, his own mistakes. It doesn't make him any less worthy. Our mistakes do not define us. Your dad loved you the best way he knew how, His cheating is not his legacy. His love is. So try to focus on the love. That's what really matters. I understand that this experience with your husband and the cheating, it's easy to correlate that with with your dad. It's easy to mix up all of this emotion. But there's two different issues here right now. One is that you're grieving the loss of your dad. And that's very real. And that's very sacred. And your grief for your dad is a testament to how much love you have for him. And the other thing is navigating this struggle with your husband, is trying to grow together, trying to make this work. But they are two separate things. And I don't want you to feel as though as though what's happening to you is is because of something that your dad did. It's not. Don't blame yourself. This is not your fault. People make mistakes. You know, we're all wounded 
And our wounds show up differently. For some people, they show up by them misbehaving or by them mistreating other people. For some people, we internalize our wounds and we mistreat ourselves. We're mean to ourselves. We hurt ourselves. The most important thing is being accountable as best as you can. And love is what inspires our accountability. Because love says we can live honest and authentic lives. We can communicate when we are struggling or when we need help. Love takes courage. And you have plenty of love. You're a very loving person, which means you're a very courageous person. And you absolutely deserve honest relationships, safe relationships. So I'm not worried about you and your future because I know it's bright. You're a very compassionate person and you're learning and you're growing. And whether or not this relationship ends up being what you want it to be or whether you realize that it isn't sustainable or things need to change, either way, you're going to be okay. And love will guide you there. So keep the faith. All right, babe, take care. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know, it's kind of funny that most of the people who have written into this podcast about cheating are people who have been cheated on, but not people who have done the cheating. And I think that's because it's such like... um ashamed thing in our culture cheating like you're you're set you're the worst person in the world if you cheated and that's because it 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 feels so horrible to be cheated on right it it does but i also think that we are very quick to shame people without asking a deeper question like this is just a symptom of something going on with them and what is this really about and I think it's really important for us to go deeper as people who are on this path. It's, it's people behave from their wounds and their patterns. Um, it doesn't mean that they're bad people. And so we can do a lot. We can have a lot more healing, a lot more forgiveness, a lot more understanding when we, when we ask the right questions, right? It doesn't mean that you need to stay with the person who, you, who cheated on you. No, not at all. But in order to move on even in compassion for, for yourself, 
it's very important. That's why I love this work about connecting to your higher self because seeing things from the higher self perspective, it's not about excusing behavior. It's about understanding there's a reason, the reasons why somebody has certain behavior. It's about getting to the core issue. And underneath it all, we all have the same fears. We all do just want to feel loved. We all just want to feel valued. We all have been misguided on how to achieve that. And so we're all going to make mistakes in trying to achieve a feeling of self-worth at certain times in our life. And when you can understand, oh, that person behaved from their wounds. It's actually not about me not being good enough. It really helps you move forward. So compassion is a very empowering tool in navigating your choices. That's why love is your guide. It doesn't make you um, a doormat. It doesn't mean that people get have the right to run all over you. No, actually it helps you see the truth of the situation. And then you can make a choice from that place. That's why I think love is the only real power. It really is. And your higher self is that wisdom of love. We're all born with it. That's the cool thing is that we all have this, this power within us to to shift our consciousness to this deep wisdom inside of us. And that's all I really tried to cultivate on this podcast is helping people get to that inner place where we can see that truth about ourselves, where we can look at this from this point of view of me already being enough. Okay, I'm already enough. So how does that change my choices in this situation? So what do I do from here? That's all it means to connect to your higher self. That, that's all it means to higher self your relationships. I'm really, really excited about my book coming out too because I go through all of this stuff about all different kinds of topics, how to higher self, all different t- kinds of topics about your life. So more details on that soon, but um, I'm super excited to share with you. All right, babes, take care. Remember, compassion, compassion, compassion. That helps us move forward. It helps us not get hung up on other people's mistakes, but to actually see the solutions and be a force um, for good. So we don't keep ending up getting in these situations, right? All right. I love you so much, and so does your higher self. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.